Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Mendel Slavin, Shliach to San Clemente, California, on the topic of a Kaddish service. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzlach in their Shluchim. You're very welcome. Before we begin, I would just like to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Svassman Jewelers, The Smetana Group, Gift Card Zen, and Ohana Pay. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Mendel, at the Kinosis here, we were speaking, and you mentioned to me that uh, you have this uh, great Kaddish service that you offer in your community, and it's grown to be something very successful. So if you could just start in short and explain what this Kaddish service is, and then if I have questions, we'll see how um, you c- we can get some more practical details for the Shluchim. Okay, so I- I'm not sure the, the origins of how it started, but basically um, some people in my community a couple years back um, somebody had a yard site. It must have been somebody that I was looking to do something for. And I thought that the way to commemorate the yard site, in my head, the right way to do a yard site was to say Kaddish on the day, as opposed to the Shabbos before or Shabbos after. And instead of sending them to another shul or somewhere else, I figured I might be able to gather together a minion and, uh, and make a minion for Kaddish so that they can say Kaddish. So I would contact the person, say, either a week or two weeks in advance, and I would say, oh, you have, you have a yard set coming up for a father, or a mother, or a brother. Um, I'd like to arrange uh, for Kaddish. I'll get the minion together. Um, you know, when's a good time for you? Meaning, I would basically tell them either the night before or the day of, depending on whether it's the winter or the summer. And then uh, people usually responded positively that they would like it. Uh, I would then send out an email to... Um, I started off by sending out an email to the people that I was closest to, asking them if they could come. And usually when it's during the week and you do it um, after work, people are, A, people are more available to come and you could, you could communicate with them up to the last minute with texting and, and, and asking people to come. And B, um, people felt very, uh, uh, they felt very much a sense of community when people would get together and do something for somebody else. So let's say out of all the people that were there, 10 people were there, uh, nine of them came for number 10. And the nine that came for number 10 knew that they came for number 10. And number 10 knew that everybody else was coming just for him. And to make sure that it was clear, I would, I would always announce it. Um, in classes, we always talk about how every mitzvah you do for the neshama is important. So I would make sure, I would actually announce the mitzvahs. I would say, uh, today... Uh, right now, there are. Uh, I did. I did the mitzvah of answering Amen on Kaddish, the mitzvah they made on the Lachayim, and the mitzvah they made on the Brachas. Let's say we just performed upwards of a hundred mitzvahs for for this neshama. A hundred mitzvahs for one person on his yard site. You know, it meant a lot. I would always uh, make a point to talk about it, and I would thank everybody that came. And then it slowly grew into like this group of people. You know, so it's the same 15, 20 people. Now we can easily get 15 or 20 people per, per Kaddish, and we get some ladies that come also um, just to show support or because they know the family or whatever, and, uh, and, and they eat, they're coming for each other now. And I have people who I can't get to come to Shalom Shabbos on, on, uh, normally, but if I call them for this, they'll never tell me no. This is something that they've come for. They, they stop what they're doing, and they'll come right away. We usually prepare... Uh, a plate of cake and some l'chaim 
that uh, to have it afterwards, and uh, you know we give the guy yardside uh, licht, and then after a few years, as I, and I would always learn some mishnayos. So I used to look for mishnayos, my own mishnayos, so like find some mishnayos that are close to the person's name, uh, mishnayos that have to do with the word neshama or things like that, and uh, always try to teach something, something new that people didn't know about at one of these gatherings. And uh, so, it's but, but before 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 going further, just to to, to understand the cottage service itself, what takes place over there? What what, it, oh. what is from beginning to end? Give an example. So of at the, okay, so at the beginning, I used to do just Mishnah and Kaddish. That's it. But then I realized that the smartest thing to do is a, is a davening. So I, if it's the summer, I do Mincha, and if it's the winter, I do Ma'ariv. So now we, I make sure we have a minion to daven Mincha Ma'ariv. So people get together. I, I talk about some Mishnayas. I thank everybody for coming. We daven Ma'ariv, saying Kaddish, saying Kaddish as Kaddish, and then we say L'chaim. The whole thing is 20 minutes. Right, which is what, what's nice about it is that some, you know, for, for someone to come to Shul and daven, for someone to come to Shul and Shabbos, it's a very long davening. Davening is very right. stretched out. But here it's a 15-minute davening. You can make it interesting. You can talk. You can share. And... It's only 15 minutes. And exactly. So, in the, and then after a while, um, uh, I realized that just my own Mishnah was hard to do. So, JLI started something called a Mishnah project, and they started it for, uh, uh, for, your, for people that are sitting Shiva, that you should be able to go to people that are sitting Shiva and bring them, um, and bring them something to learn. Uh, so, they, they have a 24-hour turnaround, and you, you, you tell them the name of the person, and they will uh, they'll produce a nice booklet. It's called The Mishnah Project. Elia Sifrin from JLI is in charge of it. And they'll, they'll send it out to you, this really nice brochure or this really nice uh, uh, presentation with the person's name, all the details of exactly what you need for it. And, uh, and it's really, really pretty. It has the person's name on each page, with, with a, with, and you give them the name and the person's name, and the nishmas, and every Mishnah, it has one Mishnah for each letter of the person's name. It's not a parak, it's a Mishnah. And then you present it. So when I started, the first time I did this, people were absolutely blown away. It's, it was personalized, it was for them, it was for their family. They asked me if they could take some more. It was, it was such a hit. So then, but well, JLI, the, the, there wasn't their plan to do it for Yartzeit and Kaddish. Their original plan was to do it just for Shiva. When you, so if you're doing it for Shiva, then you only need it once a few times a year. For Yartas and Kaddish, I need the same things. Every, I need the same, same, same names every year, and I want new Mishnas. And they can't produce fast enough. Um, they're, they're, they're not getting enough clients. To be, it takes a few weeks to produce each Mishnah because they do, they do uh, the Mishnah. They do an elucidation, so they explain the Mishnah. They explain the letter the Mishnah starts with. They put a story, a lesson. It's like it's a, it's, it's, it takes time, and and not enough shluchim are using them yet that they could they could staff their place. They start for each one each one of these booklets costs about one hundred and fifty dollars. They charge about eighty dollars to produce it, and they make and they, they mail them to you. Uh, they can get. Uh, so you don't have to. Do, you're not doing the printing. They do everything and send it to you. They do everything and send it to you, and it's a and, and last few last few last few years. Uh, except in some occasions when I get them to do a new Mishnah for me. But if more people use them, I'd be able to, get, for example, I have somebody every year, his name is Yitzchak. 
I can't use the same four Mishnas on Yitzchak eight, nine times. So I have to sort of improvise. But it's a great, uh, I'm hoping that this program grows and that they do a lot more Mishnas so that I could use the same Mishnas once every four years instead of once every year. Uh, well, so, 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 you, so you come in with these booklets, they're sitting out there, and the people see them, and it's, it makes a tremendous, makes a tremendous impact. Uh, following the, the service, after we do the service, we say l'chaim, and then I usually, if I, don't, if I don't ask the person who we did it for to talk, they ask me if they can talk, because they always want to thank the people that are coming. And, and this is where the best part of it comes out. You have these people who, who, are, who are almost allergic to anything Jewish. They don't come around for Yiddishkeit, and they have nothing but how wonderful this is that people would take out of their day to help me commemorate a yard site that I'm celebrating or that I have to do and what a sense of community is and how much they appreciate it. And, 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 and let's say you have a very, very big balabas. A yard site is always important to him. And, uh, and you don't have to like pedal what you're doing because he knows you're doing it for him. And once he comes there and he sees that all these people came just for him and you make sure to mention it before the service that we want to thank uh, everybody for coming and to help him. And this is the amount of mitzvahs we're going to be doing approximately today in, in, in honor, loved one's honor. For the next 15 minutes during Myriv and Mishnah, he's thinking about that and he's looking around the room like who's here, who's not here. You know? And then when he gets up to talk, he can't help but be touched that all these people took time from their day to come. You know? And if there's anything special going on at that time, if it's baseball season or football season, I'll always mention it. I was like, you know, you all could be sitting at home watching the game or having a barbecue, but you decided to San Clemente, everybody walks around the shores to put your pants on and come here and, uh, and spend a few minutes in, in, Yank, in Yanko's honor. If I could ask, is this something that you, that you wait for people to ask you to do, or it's something that because you know the power of it, you actually approach? And who would you approach? Is there anyone you wouldn't approach to ask them? How do you go about doing these uh, Kada services? I would approach anybody uh, that shows that uh, I, I, I start as soon as I know about a yard set, I'm willing to do it. I usually ask the people in advance if this is something they would be interested in doing, and it also depends who. You know, you, you could do it for everybody, but uh, if you're looking, at it, but what happens basically is, is that uh, for um, for reason for, for for reasons that could help your organization grow, you're always looking to do certain things for people that help make your organization survive, for your supporters. One of your big, one of your big supporters, because you want to get, it's another way for you to bring him into the door, another way for you to show him what you're offering on a more of a personal basis. The people that you're inviting to the Minion, you know, now you have to offer it to them. We came for him, so now you have to ask them, you know, and I always announce it, I say, so whoever you are coming up and you would like us to do something like this, we'd be happy to do it for you. Just tell us the date. Chase people you're going to chase after because you want to do it for them, and some people you wait till they come to you. But I have a, a mix. I do it for a lot of people. Uh, some 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 supporters, some just regular people who come because because I know that they would care about it and that it would mean something to them. So uh, right. But I, it's I would, smart that I you mention it, it there. Yeah. You make it very clear that anyone who 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 would like this, you offer it to them. You, yeah, but, of course. But you're not going to everybody here knows. One. But what? But you won't pursue every single one. Right. Some, yeah, the some, time. yeah. Some people don't want it. Some people are not interested. Some people it doesn't mean as much to them. Um, some people forget about it. They only remember the yard site like a week after. 
So I have a list of people that I call in advance when I know that your sets are coming. And so I want, because I want them to do it. You know, I, I don't have the biggest of communities, so I don't think I would be busy all the time, even if I did it for everybody. And a lot of people would be happy to come as often as I call them for this. Right. Uh, but another important thing is, is making sure you have the yard sites, you have the dates. Um, how do you collect that information? Because uh, data is power. How do, how do you get that? That's, that's the biggest problem I have is, is it, two problems. Number one, making sure, I ha- making sure I have the dates. And number two is, is remembering uh, having a system that would remind me when a yard site's coming. So we make a very big deal out of our calendar and yard site dates. We ask people, our database, our database of yard sites is basically from our calendar. We've asked people to date to, ca- to our calendar by putting in a yard site. So we spend those months during the summer adding new names of yard sites and calculating the correct Hebrew date so that we know when the Hebrew date is. So we put, we put a lot into that. And, and, and our Yisker book, we try. We don't have such a big Yisker book, but our calendar has a good 30, 40, maybe 50 yard site dates that are in there. So that gives us a, a, a decent database for us. And then, uh, and then we use that to grow from. And when somebody contacts us or when, if somebody passes away while we were here, you know, the first thing we do is write it down. So that's how we get the database. I, we don't, I don't have a good system of remindering. Um, there's no program out there, not CMS and not Chabad One, that offers yet that I can program. You see, CMS offers. Um, I don't, it doesn't work for me, but that you can that you can have a reminder come up that a yard set's coming up. But it's not a very good program, and it only works if you open up CMS. It's not right. if I don't open CMS for two weeks, I miss whatever it was during those two weeks, and I miss countless yard sets because of that. Some of them I had to scramble to do a, few, a day before because I suddenly realized I'm late. And Chabad One doesn't have anything like that really yet. I'm hoping something comes out soon that will remind me. CMS now going online, maybe will remind me. I use both of those programs, and I have nothing that will give me seven days' notice. Hey, and a week is perfect because then you tell the person whose yard site it is that that you're that we have a week and we're going to arrange a service. That would be perfect, but but, but I, I don't. Sometimes I'm early, sometimes I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, inviting everyone to come to the to the to the yard site. How do you do that? You just you, you have a CMS. Um... So I have I have a I have a I have a communicator list that's called uh, my minion list. It's about thirty people on it. Um, I send it out for the yard sites. I usually don't have to do anything more than that. Usually sending out the list, and I ask there I specifically ask people to reply. It's not like a Shabbos service. I ask people to reply, and. Uh, and within within a day, I have ten people telling me they're coming, of the thirty people I sent it to. Uh, for Shabbos, I spend the whole Friday on the phone trying to get a minion. Uh, um, we usually have a minion, but it's not doesn't come easy. The yard sites, uh, one email is usually enough uh, to find that we have a minion. I don't charge for the event. I don't, I, when, you know, I don't tell people it's going to cost any money. Um, if they want to make a donation, they could, but some people do, some people don't. Some people sponsor the kiddush the week before, or the week after. So that's fine, but it's, a, it's, it's supposedly a service we offer, even though it's an expensive service, because just the booklets alone are $150 each time. Not that everything is about the investment, but have you found that, uh, that, it, that, that it's worth your while and the time and the, the, the money you put into it? Okay, let's just say we, we, we've been here for um, almost 12 years now, and 
the, 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 one of the biggest donors to our show, we bought a, a almost $1.5 million building two years ago. And one of the biggest donors to our show um, is, is, has been extreme. I, I cannot attribute his donation to the show um, to be uh, directly to this, but he has been extremely touched by this, by this particular program. Um, everybody there, but to him, it wasn't easy to get through to him on other things, with, other, with, with traditional Yiddishkeit things, but this to him was something like, you know, and he's very quiet, very humble. He, even every year I call him to tell him we're doing it. You know, he has more than one yard set a year that we do. Uh, he's always like, oh, well, I, you don't have to bother people to come. We could just do it on a Shabbos. But then when he comes, I insist, then when he comes and people are there, he can't help but be touched. And, and he expresses that. And, and like he was like, he's one of the biggest fans, what it means to him that other people would come together. Um, and in general, it, the... the Without, regardless of the financial support, the financial um, uh, aspect of it, which is very, very big and very good, uh, just the buzz in town that that we offer a program for a personal event. You know, we don't make birthday parties for people. Um, we don't make a lot of levias. So we we don't do things for individual people. This is a very public thing that we're doing for an individual person, and it's totally acceptable. It's like everybody is. Is fine with it, and that 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 makes each individual person we do it for feel very very good and feel very special. Do you have any last thoughts on this topic that uh, you would like to share with Shluchim? Why you're passionate about this event? Why it's important? I just feel like I, the reason why I like this so much because I feel like in general in Shluchim we have we do a lot of events for the community for the Jewish people. So everybody will tell you what it means that you offer services that they come and they get inspired. What what it, what it means that, uh, that, that, that you offer programming and they get inspired. Everybody will tell you how a general program has inspired them and has made them come closer to Yiddishkeit. And here you're offering something that's Yiddishkeit, and it's for them. You're offering it to one in, for this person, so everybody knows it's for this person. And, and there are a lot of people that are participating to help this one person. So this is a program we need for Yankel, but we need 10 other people in the community to come only for Yankel. This is not a Jewish, it's not, it's, not, it's not like a Chabad function, it's not an event we're offering the community. For him, for him, and everybody has to come specifically for him. Every other program they come, they're coming for themselves. So, and to me, the feedback has been good enough that, that made me feel like this is a program worth pursuing, and, and I look for ways to try to grow it, to make it bigger. I find it to be an, an, an amazing program in our community. Right. And, it, and in, in a certain sense, in a certain sense, so many events, there's so much that goes into making an event, whether it's a class and the preparation and so on here, besides the fact that there's an investment of the, you know, the, the, the booklets, there's really, it's just getting the minion together, which it sounds yeah, like at so this point very, it happens yeah. anyways. And it's very, very, it's, it's a very, very easy event. There's no work. You know, there's, there's not, not much you have to do other than buying the booklets. And you don't really have to buy, you don't have to buy the booklets, although I would recommend that people do because I think if enough people buy it, the price of them will come down and, uh, and, there'll, and there'll be more missions available because that's just the way it works. So, I, it, it's a, if you, you know, in general, if you want to do an event like this, you want to be as classy as possible, and that's, that, that's the best way to do it. But uh, if you can't, then there's, there's, you could just get people together 
and you prepare your own Mishnah. It's much more personal, and people love it much more when, when you present to them something professional. I've been doing it for a few years before that, and when I did it with that, it really, it really changed the way, the way it happens. Is this, is this, is this, uh, is the service just for, for men in the community, or do you also offer it to, for women in the community who have yard sites? I offer it to women also, and I always tell them that I want to have someone on the men's side say Kaddish for them. Um, so the, the, I have different men that could say Kaddish. Usually the women also say Kaddish to themselves, and that's fine. I don't, I don't say yes, no, I don't, I, I, I don't comment on that, and that's it. But I always have a man right. saying Kaddish regardless. But could it, be, it, it could be a little awkward when, let's say, you have, you know, one woman on one side of the mechitza, and then all all the men on the other. Does it? Do you do it when it's a woman? Do you invite other women to come? How does that? Uh... Yeah, of course. When it's a woman, I always invite other women to come, and in general, I like to have women come. So I have certain women that I like to, that, that don't mind coming to different services. So I ask them to come to this also. I invite right. them to this, and ah, you know, they ah, want to come exactly because right. You, you always have a few that enjoy coming to shul. Don't care about the, the mechitza doesn't bother them. So you right. invite them. So there should be there should be a little bit of a balance. Exactly. <clears throat> Thank you, Rabbi Slavin, for sharing about your, about your Hatzlacha and unique approach to a Kaddish service. We really appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Much Hatzlacha. This is Dovi Shapiro. I know it's been a little while since uh, the last time I sent out a Shluchim podcast. Baruch Hashem, it's been um, quite busy over here. And uh, if you know a Shliach that has Hatzlacha in a specific area, please send me an email with the name of the shliach and what they're successful in or what I could interview them in because the hardest part of getting these podcasts out is knowing which shliach has success in which specific area. So please let me know. Share with me an email of someone. It may just be the next podcast, and it makes all the difference. Make it a great week.